Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Welcome to Money and Me. I'm Michelle Martin. Now, in August, an S&P 500 global ratings report said banks in Asia-Pacific face $425 billion worth of credit losses this year and that it's expecting $440 billion worth of losses in 2023. The expected losses about 23% higher than the rating agency's prior forecasts that were made in February. But what is the evolving picture like for Singapore? banks. How likely and to what extent could Singapore banks suffer credit losses? Are mortgages at risk for Singapore banks? We examine the potential credit losses for our banks across their entire loan portfolios, retail, corporates, SMEs, and we ask, are these losses manageable? And which bank may be most at risk? Joining us is friend of Money and Me, Rena Kwok, is credit analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence. First up, good morning, Rena. Morning, Michelle. Thank you for having me today. Rina, should we be worried about Singapore Bank's mortgages amid rising borrowing costs? Yeah, I think that's a really good question, Michelle. Now, based on our BI scenario analysis, Singapore banks could face very modest credit losses from their mortgages of about $1 to $2 billion in Sing dollar if Singapore enters into a recession. Now, we think that the Singapore Bank's capital reserves may stay robust even in our worst-case scenario in the range of 13% to 14.5% CT1 capital ratio supporting their dollar bonds performance. Help us understand, Rina, which Singapore Bank's mortgage books look like they may be most at risk should that headwind hit, you know, if recession does hit Singapore. Sure, Michelle. Now, if we take a look at the three Singapore local banks, now, if we look into the mortgages where the profitability of this board uh, under the bank's own internal ratings model, they have all stood around like below 3% throughout the credit cycles, you know, driven by the tight risk control, the low loan-to-value ratios, and the macro potential measures in place by the government. So we would say even in the recession-wise, you know, credit losses could be modest. But if we take a closer look in terms of the credit profile, OCBC mortgages could be at the most risk among its peers. Now, if I were to just share a bit of the context right there, OCBC uh, mortgages profitability of default in its internal rating model stood about 2%. Uh, that is uh, much higher than its peers who actually saw an improving trend over the past years. All right. So should we be worried about banks' unsecured retail book amidst rising inflation? What's the possible impact of credit losses there? I think, you know, that's a good question because, you know, rising inflation with rising borrowing costs, that's always a greater scrutiny on the Singapore Bank's unsecured retail book. Now, but we think the impact of the potential credit losses from the Singapore Bank's unsecured retail loans could be minimal due to these two reasons. Firstly, it's a relatively small proportion of the overall loan exposures of the entire bank's portfolio, about 1 to 2%. And credit quality have actually improved over the years driven by the lender's tight underwriting standards. Right. And just to take a step back, to what extent do you think bank capital levels have really improved since the global financial crisis? 
Yeah, I feel that's one key credit strength of Singapore banks. The capital mm-hmm. reserves have always been ample and really healthy. I think, you know, we are expecting the Singapore banks to maintain at least a healthy range of uh, 12 to 30 percent this, this year. And of course, that is being said, that are also in a comfortable range for the rating agencies. So that could actually mitigate further rating pressure into this challenging uh, macroeconomic outlook. Coming back to the uh, retail book, in terms of which bank is most at risk, which Singapore bank's unsecured retail book may be most at risk amid surging inflation, Rena? Yes, so DBS began to appear as unsecured retail loans could face more asset quality pressure than its peers, but that is actually being offset by its peer leading risk buffers. So if you take a look into the unsecured retail loans for the banks, now DBS has about you know eighteen billion in exposure at the for for the unsecured retail loans at about probability of default of two percent based on the bank's internal ratings model. And that contrasts to OCBC, which has the least about six billion in exposure and probability of default one percent. So which Singapore bank's SME portfolio arena could be at greatest risk? amidst uh, these macro headwinds that you've identified? So interestingly, we know that DOB has the largest SME portfolio among its peers. But if we take a look at the credit profile of all the SMEs across the three banks, definitely we have seen an improving uh, you know, credit profile over the years. So if we take a look at you know, the credit quality, they have been uh, improving over the years. And we also see the relief packages for the SMEs announced and the budget this year could slightly offset the impact on this segment. Under the SME portfolio, so OCBC, um, you know, SME loans, PD uh, probability of default ratio is much higher than its peers and it needs a closer watch. Uh, and of course, you know, the bank's OCBC, the risk rated uh, density, RWA density record also increased in this second quarter while the peers actually saw a declining trend. So in a nutshell, the potential credit losses are manageable for Singapore banks. Let me ask you, do the asset quality in these lenders then remain sound in your book? Yeah, so we actually believe that, you know, Singapore banks, a region asset quality trends could actually sustain in the second half for the entire year. Uh, of course, positive uh, for the Singapore banks is really the ample capital provisions, uh, the provisions as well as the capital reserves that could actually cushion any possible credit losses if they should happen. In terms of accelerating the possible trend of credit losses increasing, what are some potential headwinds that you see? So definitely, I think in terms of the, you know, the increased macro headwinds, we definitely see a pressure coming along. The rising inflation is definitely going to hit the consumers uh, modestly as well as the SMEs who are unable to pass on the cost. And that was the reason why we actually ascertained what could be the impact across these various loan types of the Singapore bank's portfolio to have a better sense of it. And you know, in our analysis, ultimately, we still feel the credit losses across most of these loan types of the Singapore banks should, you know, macro headwinds are different. It could be modest as well. All right. Thank you so much for joining us, Rena. Rena Kwok is a credit analyst at Bloomberg Intelligence. We've been taking a closer look at expected credit losses for banks here in Singapore. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.